Are you ready for the most ridiculous advice in fantasy football? If so, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, without any further ado, here they are. It's Terribiculous and Rondiculous. Hello, hello, and welcome to week seven of our fantasy football picks. This is the Terribiculous. I almost said you first, Ron. It's the Terribiculous and Rondiculous show. Welcome, I'm Terbiculous, joined by Ron, and we're both in Charlotte today. Hey, Ron. Hey, what's going on, Terry? How are you? Good. Good to be back. Did you miss me last week? Oh, of course. <laughs> I know you did. Did you have a good time in Cleveland? I did. You know, I always love Cleveland because that's where the Cleveland Browns are. So, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's jump into it. Let's do it. Let's do week seven. Well, we got to we got to review week six first, and then we'll go to week seven. So, all right. Obviously, you and I are not millionaires. I'm hoping one of our listeners is a millionaire. I hope so too. That would uh, be awesome. If they are, if you are a listener and you are now a millionaire because of this show, please write us and let us know that that's what happened. But Absolutely. we haven't heard anything yet, so uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, week six. Did you do okay? I did. Eh, I did fair. I what, what tight ends killed me. Again. Tight ends killed yeah. me, and uh, yeah, so I did okay. Um, definitely had better weeks, but you know, live and learn. Yeah. So, I, like Ron, I said, neither one of us are millionaires. I yeah. did the same thing, okay. Ron. I yeah. mean, I have. Um, I did okay. You know, I I don't play as many lineups as Ron. We've we've you know we've said that before, but I did okay. I was a little bit of a loser this week. Not much, but a little bit. So well, that's okay. You know, it happens. You week know what we say on the next week. On the next week. That's but why. That's yeah. why we're both here. Exactly. But we'll look back at, at week seven at the winning lineup, so you guys can kind of. Uh, learn about that a little bit. It's always a learning experience. Learn from the winner, what they chose, how they did it, and you can kind of understand and, and go from there. Uh, the winning lineup scored a lot of points, 226.44 points. So that's a lot of points. Mm, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot more than I had. Yes, they, <laughs> they, um, they used the game stack. They did the Minnesota-Atlanta game, and they used Matt Ryan as their quarterback. And then they used Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. And brought it back with Justin Jefferson. So they used four players from that game, and uh, that helped them get to the million dollars. Um, they had Derrick Henry. You know, he was the number one running back. Justin Jefferson was the number one uh, receiver. And then uh, Matt Ryan was a second rated, uh, as far as fantasy points go, um, quarterback. So they had, a, they had a great lineup. So they did Matt mm-hmm. Ryan. They did David Montgomery, um, Derrick Henry. And then they did Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Justin Jefferson. Their tight end was Trey Burton. And then they did Ronald Jones the second for Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh's defense. That's what got them to 226.44. And they used all of their salary cap. They used all 60000 So they came out $0 left. $0 left on the table. And, you know, I found that kind of interesting too, Ron. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever played the quarterback and two of the receivers? I'm always a little weary of that because, you know, usually they split the points. But... This week, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones had outstanding games. They both did. You know, and actually the, the best I ever did, the game I did, I used two receivers. And in the mind, the thinking there is correlation, okay? So if the quarterback is the one top one or two quarterbacks for the week, and they're not a big running quarterback like Matt Ryan doesn't run a lot, mm-hmm. he's throwing. So if right. he's getting – if he's a second-highest scorer, he got it from throwing. So more than likely – Two of his receivers are going to have good games. And to give you an idea, Ryan, like I said, was a second-rated quarterback. Julio Jones was a second-rated receiver in fantasy, and Ridley was the ninth-rated. So 
They were both in the top 10, so they both had good games. Ridley had 15.9 fantasy points. Julio Jones had 29.7. So um, so the chances are if the quarterback has a great game, probably two of his receivers are going to have good games too. You know, One's going to have a great game, the other one's going to have a good mm-hmm. game. So so you definitely can do that, and that's what they did. You know, they It's kind of like I say, try to keep it simple. You know, So right. they, they used the quarterback, two receivers, brought the receiver back from the other side, used Justin Jefferson. And because uh, that gave him savings, because Jefferson was cheaper um, than Thielen, and Jeff- Jefferson ended up being the top-rated um, receiver, so it worked wow. out. Yeah, so it's all about correlations, you know. And like I said, they ended up being um, Atlanta got out to a big lead, so Minnesota was playing comeback, so Jefferson got a lot of his points in the second half. So doesn't matter how you get them, you know. Right, like, exactly. You know? So, um, but I I don't think I've ever done that before. I don't think I've ever played two of the receivers from the same team i mean yeah that was the way to do it this week obviously yeah. so and i mean a, a lot of times it does happen you, i mean you don't have to like i said but but the thing is if you got their two especially with with atlanta you know their two main receivers are going to be julio jones and calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. so you can play those two you know but a lot of times you know other teams they have multiple receivers it's like you know you're trying to guess who's going to be the one that goes off right you know so if you play two of them you know, you better better odds that one of them goes, you know, off, and the other one has, you know, a decent game. Mm-hmm. So you can still get away with. It. Like I said, who really had fifteen point nine, which is a good game, and not a great game, and it still didn't matter. Still kept, you know, the guy still, you know, or woman just, you know, won a million dollars. And then they had a lineup that had David Montgomery. Uh, he plays. They played Carolina. Chicago played Carolina. So, um, but he only had eleven point seven points. So. You know, so you don't have to have a all smash hit. You know, they don't have right. to all smash. You know, and but 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 if you get, you got to get you got to get most of them to smash. You know, in order to win. So and this and this uh, person who built this lineup did a great job putting it together. And uh, exactly, congratulations to them. Yeah, that's what you know. They they did a great job. Like, yeah. And like I said, the reason I brought that up is because I've never done that before. I've never played the two receivers. You know, I've I've done like maybe a a running back, a receiver, and the quarterback with the same team. But yeah. hey. Whatever works. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately, I think this is probably going to be the last show we do because Terry's going to do a quarterback with two receivers this week. He's going to win a million dollars, and we're never going to hear from him again. He's going to he's going to text from an island somewhere and say, "I'm not telling you where I am. I've won a million dollars. I am done." You know what, Ryan? I've already started my lineup, so and I don't have that yet. So I may go back and do some edits right now. That'd now that we're talking about this. exactly, absolutely. Well, but I have to wait till I hear your picks before I go exactly. back and change anything. Exactly. There you go. Sounds good. Sounds so again, the winning lineup. How many points? Two hundred. Two hundred twenty-six. Wow. Yeah. Two twenty-six. I don't think I've ever been in the 200s. So I have a couple times, but of course, you know, the winning lineup was a, like a 226, and I was at like 204 or something. Mm-hmm, you know? Right, so, right, right. So I had a good day, but not not good enough kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so hopefully uh, we can get the right picks this week. And uh, we had a couple good picks that we played for you guys last I week. I was just going to ask you, who, who, who were the good picks? Because I don't have my notes in front of me. Uh, okay. And so don't so. lie to me, Ron. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You? I had some good picks and I had some bad ones. So we'll, we'll talk about the good picks. Um, actually, four of the people that I recommended ended up in the million-dollar lineup. So uh, David Montgomery, Derrick Henry, Calvin Ridley, and Justin Jefferson. So oh, okay. Those guys ended up so they, you know, so those were some good picks. Um, oh, I the do. Way, the way I grade myself kind of is if I pick a guy and they finish in a top five for their for their position, I think that's a great pick. If they finish in the top ten, it's a good pick. That's mm-hmm. how I kind of jet touched myself. So, right. Um, I had, um, you know, Henry was the first top rated running oh, back. He was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Jefferson was the top rated receiver. Uh, Miami's defense, I recommended. They were third. 
Miles um, Gaskin, running back for Miami, he was a fifth-ranked um, running back for the week. So I had some good picks. I had some bad picks, too. I <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers let me down. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, it's weird though because you know how I do my picks a lot of times. Right, I I look at the games. I, I I don't know if that's how you do it. I look at the games and I think, okay, this is gonna be a blowout. So I'm gonna go with this quarterback, this receiver, or this running back. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But man, it was tough on Sunday because there were a lot of upsets. I thought. Yeah, yeah, there were. You know, and then, you know. We both thought that Cleveland was going to give Pittsburgh a game. We thought. and Yeah, and Baker Mayfield throwing that interception at the beginning of the game. All the momentum was, Pittsburgh, uh, momentum was with Pittsburgh, and Cleveland never had a chance. No. So, so Pittsburgh's offense didn't have to really do much because their defense got them a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They got out to a big lead, so they just had to hold the lead, and, and they just dominated that game. So Roethlisberger was a letdown, and then Rodgers had a really bad game, and it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. best players in the game, they have bad games. So... It's just one of those things. So they killed. I had bad picks on those. Um, I, well, did, you, I did recommend uh, Kirk Cousins. Well, you did. You know what? One of your sleepers wasn't it? Rashid 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 Higgins. Rashard Higgins. I can't say. His, yeah. I can't speak today. Yeah. Rashard Higgins. He yeah. actually got a touchdown. He did get a touchdown. <laughs> he was the only bright side for Cleveland, but he did. Um, he did okay. And then, um, but like uh, like I said, Kirk Cousins. He was one of my he was one of my kid gems. He did good. He was a sixth rated um, quarterback. Um, tight ends killed me. I try. I was thinking, oh, I'll pay up for tight ends this week. You can't go wrong. Well, I was wrong about that. So Mark Andrews was <laughs> terrible. Oh. Tanya didn't do anything. Ebron, you know, they were all really, really bad. So um, did a bad job on the tight ends and the quarterbacks. Um, so hopefully, I'll do better for you guys this week. Who do you have? Do you have the stats on who the best tight end was, Ron? Do you have that with you? It was. Uh, Let's see. Um, it was a Ferkshire uh, for Tennessee. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he had like okay. twenty-one. All right. Um, I had played Johnny Smith in a lot of my lineups, and he had he went out with an ankle injury early in the game, so yeah. Ferkshire got him. So, you know, that's another thing, injuries. But um, yeah, Ferkshire. I think he had twenty-one. Trey Burton was second. He had uh, nineteen point nine. So Ferkshire for Tennessee was the top. Oh, that's right, Trey Burton. I do. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you uh, you're right. I had a lot of Johnny Smith in mind as well because I thought he was going to go off as well. Yeah. So. Well, you know, he may have if he didn't get hurt. So that's, that's true. You know, that's so true. You just, it just is what it is. Again, injury after injury after injury. So. Exactly. Exactly. So that's crazy. Yep. So yep. what else you got for the win? For any of the any other stuff for the winners? Uh, uh, the winners like the winning lineup. Like I said. Um, they had a mix as far as you know ownership goes. Ryan was three point seven percent owned. Julio Jones was five point nine percent owned. He was lower owned because he coming off an injury. Yeah, yeah, so a lot yeah. of people were afraid to play him. He hasn't done much, so he was a good kind of a contrarian play to Ridley. Um, if you're going to choose between one of the two, um, Trey Burton was two point eight percent owned. So for the people who picked him kudos to you right you know, good job and uh pittsburgh's defense was 5.1 and that was the defense to play wasn't it they were second yeah. oh second uh, yeah they were second uh tampa bay was actually the oh team. I, yeah, I forgot. yeah tampa yeah. bay tampa bay had 19 points pittsburgh had 18 points so tampa either bay, one of them would have done it yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so yeah tampa bay was the number one rated defense for the week so. well good i'm glad it wasn't pittsburgh because i was very disappointed <laughs> with that game on sunday ron it was yeah. just not a good day for the browns it was not good but uh, they play cincinnati this week so hopefully they'll do a lot better this week we'll see we'll see we do need a rebound that's absolutely true yes sir so do you uh do you want to go on to uh, you want to go on already to uh, what's going to happen next week? I'm ready. I'm Are ready you? for week seven. I'm ready to win a million dollars. 
And if it's not going to be me, hopefully it's one of our listeners or you. Yeah, I hope so, too. Yes, sir. You know, you and I have talked about this, too. And I can't say it's going to happen, but you and I have talked about a head-to-head battle. Battle royale between Turbiculous and Rondiculous. We're going to make predictions. Because I never make the predictions. You all know that. So Ron always makes the predictions. So Ron and I are are talking about one week he and i are gonna go head-to-head battle royale for for fantasy football we can do it next week maybe we'll try maybe next week or the week after we'll figure it out okay so this week though we'll we'll still go with your lineups ron well of course what you have decided we're gonna who we're gonna play and then we'll see how you did again next week so sounds good i always like starting with the game of the week Okay. I know you're going to get off of Dallas because Dallas has <laughs> sucked for you. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, they, yeah they, I know it's not going to be the game of the week. No, way. it's not. Um, I've been there's a few games I, that I'm interested in. I'm kind of going back and forth, but the one I settled on is the Seattle versus Arizona game. Okay. Um, Fifty-four and a half point total. Seattle's favored by four points. Now, um, the reason I ended up going with this game, I just saw a, thing, a stat from Fox Sports that I thought was really interesting. So so far in the season. Seattle has the most touchdowns of 23. They got 23 touchdowns on the season. Arizona is second. They're tied with a couple other teams, Arizona is, with 21 touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns between the two teams. Mm-hmm. So I just have a feeling it's going to be a high-scoring back-and-forth back game. So, um, and that's, that's what we like. Think, yeah, exactly what you want. Especially fantasy. in fantasy. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is Seattle-Arizona is going to be some expensive players. So you're going to have to find some value. But I think that that may be the game to try to target this week. Okay. So I'm based on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of guess who your quarterbacks are gonna be. But Sounds let good. me know who. Do you have another game of the week, or is that the game of well, the, the week that you're was, looking at? The other at? game I was looking at was the Green Bay Houston game. Okay, that's actually a little higher total, fifty six and a half point um, total, and Green Bay is favored by three and a half. Okay, so that Houston Tennessee game just shot out, and um, I think that that could be the same thing in Green Bay or the, uh, they're playing in Houston. Uh, for the Green Bay Houston game, so that was the other game I was. That was an awesome game, yeah. Yeah, and, so yeah, so I think that uh, those are the two games I'm kind of looking at right now. And that extra Derrick Henry touchdown at the end didn't help. Didn't didn't hurt yeah, your fantasy exactly. line. I always love when he goes in overtime and your player gets another no touchdown. Doubt. That is the best. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, so sir. so those are your games of the week. Then. Yes, sir. Perfect. So. Should I guess your quarterback? You, you didn't tell me anything this week. I did. You didn't tell me who you were picking. So. Okay, so yeah. Okay, quarterbacks. Uh, what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking uh, either Russell Wilson or Kyler, Kyler Murray. Yes. Those, I, yeah. I'm th- I picked Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, I like Kyler Murray for the rushing upside. I, I like Russell Wilson, too, obviously. But Yeah, both um, of them. Kyler Murray at home, or 8,400 versus Seattle. I like the running upside. Seattle's given up the most receiving yards on the year. They're giving up 370 yards a game through the year. Wow. So, yeah, they're giving up a lot of yards through the air. So that's why I picked Kyler Murray. So I have him. Um, he did He did great last night. The first quarter was sucky. Yeah. Man. He didn't throw very good. He was only like 9 or 24, but he yeah, ran but he one was, in. He ran. A, yeah, that's ran, the thing. Yeah. That's why you like the running quarterbacks. You know, they run one in, and that really – piles up those points for them so that's why i and russell wilson runs too but like i said i just it's either or you know flip it flip a coin for those two mm-hmm. you know so but i picked kyler murray on that one um so and then i have aaron Rodgers. horrible game coming off a horrible game this is a great bounce back opportunity uh, he's 8100 like i said they're playing houston Tannehill for Tennessee, just had 364 yards and four touchdowns versus Houston. Wow. So I think Aaron Rodgers does at least that this week. I, so I like it. The only thing that would hurt is if, if, if uh, somehow Green Bay got out to a huge lead early, you know, like what happened against, you know, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. But 
But Houston's got Deshaun Watson. They got a good yeah. offense, so I'm hoping it's back and forth and um, and it's a high scoring game there. So. Who's the most expensive quarterback that you just was Russell? Is Russell Wilson the most expensive out of those three, uh, or is Aaron Rodgers? No, um, Will I think Russell Wilson? I think he was eighty seven hundred. Okay, Palmer's eighty four. Rodgers is eighty one hundred. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. okay. So, and I can't remember the most expensive, to be honest with you. I apologize, but uh, no, that's all right. I, yeah. I was just curious. Are you? Do you have a value for us later on? I maybe do. I okay. have a value for okay. you now, actually. Uh, oh, you do? Yeah, oh, I do. Okay. I tried to do what? Yeah, I tried to do a little more this week. Now, this uh, isn't a sleeper, is it? Because we, no, you know I how I like. Sleep. I got your sleepers I, later. You're gonna love. My I like sleepers. the hidden gems late. Uh, the because, hidden gems come yeah. late. This is not a hidden gem. This is another a play that I think. You I hope you have some really. Is. I hope you have some really good ones because the past couple weeks I haven't really been able to make fun of you that much. You're gonna make fun of me. Oh, awesome! I love it. But not Can't wait. I don't think this one you will. Okay, so. So um, Matthew Stafford, um, seventy three hundred. They're playing Atlanta, yeah. And you want to target Atlanta, you know, in in the um, passing game. Um, let's see, they've given up the most touchdowns through the year. They've given up eighteen touchdowns through the year and the most explosive plays, thirty two of them through the year, and they're giving up three hundred thirty five yards a game. So I think Matthew Stafford has a big game this week. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Yep. Seems like whenever I play him, he doesn't. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, it's you, you just don't know. But you know, it, Atlanta, like I said, a lot of teams have done very well against them. A lot of quarterbacks have. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk Cousins just had a bad game. He had three interceptions, but he ended up with twenty six fantasy points. He ended up the six rated um, quarterback against them. So you know, Stafford, I think has a big game. And I think one of our viewers was like writing you about that. Or viewer, I always say viewer. Nobody <laughs> can view us. They listen to us. They listen. To one us. of our listeners was writing you about that pick, wasn't he? I. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or was it me? <laughs> it was probably you. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So those are your quarterback picks. <laughs> those are my quarterback picks. <laughs> I guess it wasn't me because I never listened to you, Ron. So, I, know. I, mean, it, I know you don't. I probably so. So, oh, okay. Let's uh, go yeah. on. Uh, you talking about you talking about the my Stafford pick or my cousin's pick? Oh, cousins. That's who I was talking oh, about. Oh, cousins. Yeah. 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 They're giving me a hard time about that, but. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I had to point out to them that it didn't end up being a bad pick because he ended up as a top six. Yeah. 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 So um, he ended up coming back. And so that, you know, 26 points is good for a quarterback. So I know. And you always yeah. tell me that too because I get so frustrated at the beginning of the game. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, these picks are horrible. I know. But you have a whole game to you go. Wait, and wait, I tell yeah. you, sometimes one quarter makes a huge difference for one especially. player. So, well, yeah. yeah. And especially if you're down like they were, you have to throw. So that just helps a yeah. quarterback if you're down big. Yeah. Time, so for sure. So, um, you ready to go to running back? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I know. I know. I know who you have. I know who you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do this every week. I always pick the running back that's playing Carolina. So I got to go with Alvin. Ah, uh, yeah. I've, yeah, he's in my lineups already. Yeah. Yep. Ninety three hundred. He's expensive. He is expensive, but I think he's going to be worth it. But I always target the running backs against Carolina. Most times they get twenty plus points. It's only only twice this year that they haven't. But um, Kamara usually does well against Carolina. And he's got the receiving upside as well. And uh, Carolina's given up the second most touchdowns on the ground. They've given up nine on the ground. So Kamara can get one through the air on the ground. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, he's just, he's awesome. So I like Alvin Kamara at 9,300. And then um, going down a little bit, you're going to like this pick, Kareem Hunt. Nope. I haven't. Yep. yep. That's exactly who I have. He's we 70- actually agree. <laughs> <laughs> he's 7,100 playing Cincinnati. And um, he had 23. Point one fantasy points against Cincinnati earlier in the year, and that's when he was sharing the backfield with Nick with, Chubb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the main back now. So 
he should have a great game. So I like him a lot. So I agree with you on that one. Yeah, both both of the running back picks I agree with you on so far. Okay, this next one is a value play for you. Uh, it's Antonio Gibson for Washington. Mm. He's fifty seven hundred playing Dallas. And, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Dallas has given up one hundred and seventy three yards a game on the ground. And they've given up the most touchdowns on the ground. They've given up 10 touchdowns on the ground and 173 yards a game. So at 5,700, you know, I think he's worth taking a chance on. I, I think you and I might get some yards on Dallas. We probably could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. Although, although one hit, I'll be my, every bone in my body know, would right? be broken. Exactly. So. <laughs> so as long as you don't get hit, you'll be good. You score a touchdown every time you hand, they hand you the ball. Absolutely. So, good yeah. value pick there. Yeah. So that, I'll definitely look into that. Yeah. yeah. So something to think about um, for that. And then uh, that's my running backs I have for you. Okay. And then on the receivers, um, I kind of went back and forth, but I ended up for my top stud receiver, I went with DeAndre Hopkins. Well, $9,000 versus Seattle. He's very expensive, and he did not do well last night, so I'm very disappointed. So maybe I should play him because he disappointed me last night. Well, that's the thing, like we talked about before, because when people play expensive players and they have a bad game, I'm not playing him this week. He burned me last week. And most times, the great players don't have two bad games back to back. Because it's a lot of your salary when you're talking ninety three hundred dollars or yeah, ninety three thousand. He's nine thousand. Yeah, that's a lot. So, but he's a target monster. He gets a ton of targets every game. Kyler Murray goes to him continuously. And like I said, they're playing Seattle. Seattle's giving up the most receptions a game. They're giving up thirty two receptions a game. Mm-hmm. Thirty two receptions a game. So wow. Yeah. So DeAndre Hopkins, even if he doesn't score. He could get 20 fantasy points because he could get he could get you 14 catches for you know 100 100 yards. That's that's what that's right there is like what um, like I don't know 17 18 points. I can't do that. Hey, maybe maybe yeah. that that's a good play for uh, for two receivers there. You could do Hopkins and Kirk. You sure could. Ooh, Absolutely, I, I like that idea. There you maybe, go. There you go. Absolutely. That's my that's my tip for you, people. There, there you go. See, thank you, Terry. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, next, I have uh, Jameson Crowder. He's sixty three hundred. They're playing Buffalo. They don't. They're probably going to be behind. And I tend to. I tend to do the same thing. Yeah. I tend to go him do all that because he's cheap. Exactly. And who else are they going to throw to? Exactly. They're, you know. And they played earlier in the season. He got twenty one fantasy points against them earlier in the season. Buffalo's given up the fifth most passing yards on the season, so they're probably going to be behind. Um, I so like again, he's probably going to get lots of targets, get lots of yards. Hope he get a touchdown for you. Had 21 points against mm-hmm. him earlier in the season. You know, he could definitely do it again. He's 6,300, so I think that's a good play. And then a, a little bit lower, a little value play for you, is T. Higgins for Cincinnati. He's 5,700, playing against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know, Cleveland's defense against the passing game is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, right. He's averaging 7.6 targets a game. Cleveland's given up the third most passing yards and tied for the third most touchdowns on the year. They've given up 14 touchdowns through the air. So they're behind, which I hope they are. You know, and Kareem Hunt is running the ball and getting lots of touchdowns on the ground. Then they got to play catch up. And T. Higgins, he's been one of uh, Joe Burrow's favorite targets. You know, especially the last couple games, uh, they're getting a good connection going. So I like him at fifty-seven hundred. And that's that's really important that you brought that up too, Ron, because you have to look at that too. Look at the quarterback and who he has a really good connection with. They may not be the best player, but if they have a good connection, they're going to score you some points, especially if they're the cheap value play like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. And people are going to probably be looking other elsewhere. So hopefully Higgins is low owned mm-hmm. and has a great game, and mm-hmm. then that's how that's how you get to the top of the, of the leaderboard. That's right. So. That's right. And you do need some cheap players.
there sometimes. You need you have inexpensive. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one's cheap. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> need, you need some lower price guys, you know, that go off for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's how you do it. And then uh, here we are on the tight ends. Like, we'll, so, so we'll see how we do this year, this week with tight ends. Uh. Yeah, it's been brutal. But so I started off at the top. You got to start with Kelsey. He's 7,900. They're playing Denver. Yeah. He's averaging 15.58 fantasy points a game so far this year. He's a stud. You know, so he's expensive though. He's 7,900. I usually like to pay down at tight end, but if you want to pay up, you know, pay up, you can. And he's got five touchdowns on the year. Um, you know, Mahomes likes to go to him in mm-hmm. red zones. Right. So, you know, he's a good play. He's 7,900 though. So, like I said, I usually try to play down at, at tight end when I can. Um, the next one I have is uh, TJ Hawkinson for Detroit. He's 5,900. Uh, they're playing Atlanta. Atlanta's given up the most touchdowns to tight ends on the year. They've given up seven. So he's been one of my he actually he's been one of my go tos this season. Yeah. yeah. So you know you got you need to get a touchdown a tight end. You know so yeah. you got to find the guys that get a touchdown. I think he has a great chance of doing that this week. Like I said, so I like him. You compare him up with Stafford. He's fifty nine hundred. So right. I like him. And then another guy right around the same price. And he's actually a contrarian to Kelsey is uh, Noah Font for uh, Denver. He's six thousand. And they're playing Kansas City. And he's questionable with an ankle injury, but it sounds like he's going to play. So he's – and I think Drew Locke is going to play again, play back, be back this week. They had a good connection earlier in the season. Probably going to be behind. Have to throw a lot when you're playing Kansas City, most like you know, most mm-hmm, times. Right, yeah. So, um, you know, I think he could be a good play too. So, he, like I said, keep an eye on him. He's questionable. So keep an eye on him. Okay. And um, those are three tight ends. And then a defense, I got, you know, Buffalo. They're 5,000. They're the most expensive defense, but they're playing the Jets. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jets are just horrible. So, you know, <laughs> Jets have, Sorry about all the Jets fans. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Jets fans, but they're just bad, and it is what it is. They've allowed 18 sacks on the season. They've thrown five interceptions. You want to, you know, you want to target teams that get, can get a lot of pressure, get some sacks, get some interceptions, get some turnovers. So, Buffalo at 5,000. Um, Going back to Cleveland, Cleveland 4,700, playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati's tied for the most sacks allowed on the year. They've allowed 24 sacks. Burroughs has nine turnovers on the season. Wow. He's got mm. four interceptions and five fumbles lost. So um, we can get some – We I said we, the Cleveland Browns can get some sacks, maybe get some turnovers. So I like them at 4,700. And then a value, this is kind of out there a little bit, it's Green Bay. Um, they just lost to Tampa Bay, but, <laughs> but they're four thousand. Yeah, you're gonna laugh at me on this one. They're playing Houston, um, but Houston's allowed the third most sacks. They've allowed nineteen. Watson's had seven turnovers. He's got five interceptions, two fumbles lost. So I don't think a lot of people are gonna be on Green Bay's yeah. defense. So it's kind of a contrarian play. I think they're gonna be low owned, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that Aaron Jones as well. I didn't mention him earlier, but I think Aaron Jones for Green Bay could have a huge game too. If they get out to a big lead, Aaron Jones with Green Bay's defense could be a good combination, good positive correlation. He's always a good play, I think. Yeah, I, that's what I think. But yeah. So now I got my hidden gems for you. So before you do that, Ryan, but yeah. you said Buffalo's the most expensive defense. They uh, are. coming on. Okay, I think so. Yeah. All right. What's that? What's that? I think I think they are. They're okay. Five thousand. I think they are. I think I think FanDuel says whoever plays the Jets is going to be the most expensive defense. <laughs> That's terrible. Know, Again, right? sorry Jets fans. Hey, we love as you. Browns fans, we know. We yeah, we know. Pain. We know we the heartache. Pain, we know sure. the heartache. Well, here we go. The hidden gems. Ron's hidden gems. Yes. Here <laughs> now, we do you go. have a do you have a hidden gem for every position, or you just I have do. A, okay, good. I do. Good. I, do. I try to try to help you out here. All right, so, go right go right. Back where you're probably going to make fun of me. So. <laughs> Kyle Allen for Washington. 
$6,700 playing Dallas. Okay, Dallas. See, this is when I need video because yes. I just rolled yes, my eyes yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Hold it on your face. Okay, so here's my justification. 6700 Dirt cheap. Yeah. Dallas has given up third most touchdowns through the air. And also, I read a stat. The Cowboys have allowed 218 points in their first six games. That is tied for the fourth, fourth most points allowed in NFL history. Mm-hmm. They give up a lot of points. Yeah. So that's why I mentioned Antonio Gibson earlier. If you want to go that way, you go to Kyle Allen, pair him up with uh, Terry McLaurin. 6700 that, that can help you pay up for some studs at other positions, too. Yeah, that's true, Ron. Like I said, so that's something to think about. And I don't think many people are going to own him. I don't think so, either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Including me. Exactly. <laughs> I understand. Until next week, and I'll say, that was genius, Ron. I know, right? Well, I rarely say that. I know. Yeah, who does? I know. <laughs> I understand. I run it back. I have Joshua Kelly. For the Chargers, he's 6,200. They're playing Jacksonville. They're eight and a half point favorites at home. Jacksonville's allowing 144 yards a game, and they've allowed eight touchdowns on the year. The tricky thing about him is he's sharing the backfield with Justin Jackson, so who's going to mm-hmm. get the carries? Yeah. It's just a gut feel for me. I think that they just had the bye week, um, and I think that uh, I just think that he's going to have a good game. I think I, I'm taking Kelly over Jackson, but I'll probably do a couple. Lineups with Justin Jackson too, because you just don't know. But cool. who the, the hot hand and hot hand is they'll go with. I, I think it'll be Joshua Kelly this week. And wide receiver, this is a cheap one for you. It's Andy Isabella. He's oh. forty eight hundred. I do, yeah, I don't think that I don't. I think he's pretty Versus good actually. Seattle. Yeah, he only gets a couple targets a game, but they're always deep targets. They're always deep so targets. If, yeah. If if Murray connects with him on one or two of them, he connected with them on two of them earlier in the season. That helped me yeah. win a lot of money. So. Um, you could do, like I said, Murray with Hopkins and Isabella. That gives you some savings right there. Isabella's only 4,800. He so. targeted him last night a couple of times. Exactly. Unfortunately, didn't pay didn't off. Hit him, but, but, you know, right. and that's yeah. the thing. It's, it's, it's feast or famine with Isabella. So, mm-hmm. you know, so he's, he's definitely, he's definitely taking a risk, but it could be a payoff for you. And he's inexpensive. Exactly. Yeah. Um, at tight end, this is a cheap option. He doesn't get many targets on the year, so take that in consideration. But it's Ian Thomas for Carolina. Uh, he's 4,600. They're playing New Orleans. New Orleans is last versus tight ends. Um, they're allowing 7.4 receptions, 73.4 yards, and 1.2 touchdowns a game. So I kind of just did some math. And so if he just did like half, a little bit more than half that, if he had four receptions, 40 yards, and one touchdown, that's 12 fantasy points, which isn't out, isn't great, mm-hmm. but it's not going to lose you a tournament. Right. You know, he's only right. 4,600. So, and that gives you the opportunity to pay up at other places at running back and receiver. Mm-hmm. So, something to think about. Like I said, he doesn't get a ton of targets, but so it's the one thing is another one of those you're taking a chance, but it could pay off big time for you. And then the defense I have for you is Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of Washington this week, I know. So, um, 3,800 versus Dallas. Dallas's offensive line is. They're on their second, third stringers. I have a feeling Dallas is going to have an explosive game on Sunday. You know what? Then, yeah, you know what? They probably could. So you know what? You play uh, Dallas's defense on yeah. the other side it, with Ezekiel Elliott because that definitely could happen. But, it could, yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, because Dallas's defense is thirty seven hundred, so that's one to consider yeah, too. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a division game, or a con- yeah, it's an interdivision. Uh, uh, and after the, the disasters they've been having, exactly. I mean, they're due. You they know, are due. They're so due. that's a good. That's a good advice, you know. But uh, I picked Washington, like I said, because. The Dallas's offensive line is. Yeah, I don't want to change up. your mind. You're choosing Washington as your sleeper. You're hitting. Your, but how could you Terry, possibly go wrong? But, Ter- <laughs> but you know what? Terry gave us you guys a hidden gem with Dallas, which I don't think is a bad play. You could play Ezekiel out with Dallas's I defense, don't. and they could definitely because Washington's given up a lot of sacks on the year. So 
They could get turnovers. It definitely could be a possibility. Remember that. Remember that next week. Absolutely. We'll make a note of it. I know. Well, we gotta we gotta make a note of this, Ryan. We are over time again because we talk and talk and talk, but. Time flies when we're having it fun. It does, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so thanks for joining us again this week. Uh, we hope you get. We hope we give you some good advice, or Ron has given you some good advice. If you need more information about the show, just go to trpcast.com. That's our website. You'll find on there. You can like us at uh, on Facebook at Turbiculous and Rondiculous. Tweet us at trpcast, or you can follow us on Instagram at trpcast as well. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good luck to everybody. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night.